Hey, everybody, Mark Herman, a.k.a. L.A. Bengals fan on most of the major platforms. And I'm here, as always, with my partner in crime, Sam Schneider of Primetime Sports Talk. And this is another episode of Juggle Talk. Woo! And we are obviously following a big win in Pittsburgh. So <laughs> we get the horn today. Oh, I love, love breaking that horn out. I was just <laughs> thinking you looked really horny, Mark. There you go. So, uh, you know, I love breaking that horn out. So what, what a game. I mean... It started out kind of where it was resembling the start of the Minnesota game because we kept having great field position, but we had nothing to show for it. And I thought, oh, well, here we go. Second trip, midfield. We're playing this field position game. Um, So that really bothered me. But we'll we'll go through everything like we usually do, the good and the bad. And we'll start with the bad. Um, I just have a few things. That that were early on when we were when we were scoreless through like the first quarter. Um, Phillips, uh, you know, what are you doing? He can't. We we his first punt return. He he goes back ten yards. We would have had yeah, it. We were playing this field position game, and he goes he goes back to the thirty. I was like, well, we were at the forty five. We were one one. So he consistently ran the ball out last week when he shouldn't have. We didn't talk about it on our show, but you and I both had it in our notes about mm-hmm. about this. And then today that went on. Um, we had Burrow making a couple questionable decisions early on, trying to force the ball into Boyd with triple coverage. And then um, I talk about, you know, situational football. You know, we had them at a at a at a fourth at a, at a third and 15 and gave up the first down. Um, right. So, but that was pretty much all I had because second quarter of the game kind of turned around for us. So that was everything I had. Oh, and that's that's not counting, obviously. I could just put it in here in like ink, Eli Apple. Right. Well, you knew we could you go knew on was, about Eli Apple all you the knew I was you knew I was gonna take it there anyway. Yeah, every, I just I didn't even I write it, it down. Is, it's become every, just this regular thing. I didn't even write it down. So every 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 time I mention him, somebody is in the comments telling me I'm wrong. And I'm like, if you didn't watch the game today, go back and watch it and tell me I'm still wrong because he was a mess today. He is, like I said, he does not try to make a football play. Right. And, and if you took the time out that he goes to commit these penalties and just had him play the ball, I, there was one play today where I think he actually tried to play the ball and broke it up. But most of the time he's just lost. It's and there was a person on Twitter who got into it with me saying, oh, he was a top 10 pick. I'm sure I'll be fine. I was like, no, there's a reason why we're his third team. Right. He never got offered a contract from the first two. You yeah. know, the team that spent the, the the top 10 pick Giants only gave him a couple years when they got the chance. They dubbed in New Orleans who saw him and said, we're not offering him a contract. <laughs> and right. that's why he was available. There's a reason why. And you're seeing it. So, yeah, well, and, and, and it just goes to show that it's not just us that's seeing it. It's other teams, because when, um, you know, late in the in the second half, pretty much all of the fourth quarter in particular, um, and it happened a bit before that, too, but definitely all of the fourth quarter, um, Roethlisberger was almost only throwing to that side of the field. He was throwing Eli Apple like play after play after play. And he either made a penalty, um, you know, got beat bad. At least at least he did a, a better job of wrapping up today, although he still missed several tackles. Right. Um but, you know, it was it was one of those things or he was playing so far off the receiver. Right. So he didn't get beat. But, you know, there were a couple of times when he would just, you know, chip a guy and then you got, you know, Bates coming over to actually make the tackle. Right. Low, low 
Wilson coming over to actually make the tackle. Right. So, I mean, you know, hopefully, hopefully we get Wayne's back and hopefully when Wayne's does come back, he's actually good. I have no idea because he hasn't suited up yet. We have uh, never seen him in stripes. We've never seen him in stripes. Other than practices and stuff. It's right. Oh, so well, that was that was uh, that was a big one for me. Uh, another thing, I I don't want to say I didn't like it, but the the other thing that had me a little uneasy is at one point on uh, Burrow's first scramble when he evaded a sack, Trent Greed made a comment on the broadcast about you know like uh, well I guess that knee looks pretty good. And I was like, really? Because that didn't look like a Joe Burrow scramble. Like it looked like he's really afraid of getting that thing hit, which is fine. Um, but it just makes me a little uneasy that he's not, you know, I know he, he probably feels like he's hundred percent, but it doesn't look like he's willing to really plant and run off that. Um, I mean, the best I saw him run today was after Chase made the touchdown catch. And that's because right. He knew nobody was going to hit him at that point. Oh. And, and let's get in it because there's so much good to talk about yeah. that we harp on Apple all the time. And we all know he's the weak link. And, yeah. and, 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 and frankly, I don't really have any other any other bad stuff or stuff that yeah. rubbed me the wrong way. There were some situational um, ones. We gave up a uh, 15 play, eight and a half minute drive for the Steelers mm -hmm. score that was loaded with not such not playing situational football. Like I said, we had the third and th we had some long third down conversions we gave up. We just seemed to just extend the drive ourselves yep. for them. And you just cannot have your defense out on the field. It was literally, I wrote it down, it was 15 plays, eight and a half minutes. You just yeah. can't, can't have during, that. So. During that, uh, during that whole, that drive, I think at one point when we were at about six minutes into it, I mean, I know you need to save your timeouts and I'm glad we did, but you know, sometimes you, it's almost like you're watching a basketball game where you're like, take a timeout. These guys are gassed, right? Like these guys need, they need a, they need a second. But think about where we were because we were trying to get the ball back. You know, they saved their timeouts and that's going to, that's going to pay dividends later. So let's go. Yeah, don't, right. don't get me wrong. I, yeah. I didn't actually think that they, that they, that they should, because the timeouts are way too valuable. You don't have enough of them. Right. Um, but man, I was just like, God, this is one of those times you're just dying for, you know, I they need a break. I, yeah. You know, tell somebody to, to take a fall. And yeah. you know, and well, limp off the field for one play. Make Eli Apple do it, right? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Limp off the field so that everybody can put their hands on their hips and catch their breath for a right. second. Well, and you, you, it's a good analogy with basketball because you'll see a coach just call a timeout just to stop everything. I mean, he's just watching mistake yeah. after mistake after mistake, and you kind of go, okay, timeout. We got to regroup. So, right. um, so, but that that was a. Let's jump into because now we're talking. We'll go into the good and the Bengals have on their first drive. What a gritty play by Boyd! I mean, getting yeah. hit and pinballing all the way in. That was just I put down here just gritty, gritty run by Boyd. I, I didn't know how else to describe it. Great first, uh, great first score, and that's uh, his first. And that's his first score as a Bengal in Pittsburgh, where he grew up and where he played college ball. Right. Um, so, you know, that had to feel pretty good for him. Yeah, no, that was great. And then let's go. So we give up the long drive. It's seven, seven. And I said, okay, now we need to answer. Right. And sure enough, um, trying to get into field goal range. And this is where having the two timeouts, we can work the middle of the field and we end up hitting chase again for another one right before half. And I would yeah, say, you, you know, know what? 
Uh, and you know what, if, if I can, I'll, I'll segue that into one of my goods, um, which is, you know, overall, I thought the play calling today was improved. Um, I thought Zach Taylor had one of his better games as a head coach. Um, it's still not quite where we need it to be, but the reason I bring that up in this situation is because if Marvin Lewis is your head coach right there, we kneel the ball down. Yeah. Um, and we would have done it, um, you know, earlier in the season too, on a, on a couple of drives that were, you know, ending a half or something like that. And Zach's like, no, 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 no. We're going to, we're going to take a shot. We got 30 seconds. Come on. Right. Right. Um, and thank God we did. And when you've got Jamar Chase on the field with Joe Burrow, you know that something good can happen at any given moment. So think um, about, I, I agree with you hundred percent. And also think about when we, after we score, we go 14, nothing. And I think there's like a minute, something left. We end up holding Pittsburgh and getting the ball back with like 30 seconds. We still have a timeout where we can work the middle of the field. And he tried to do that. If, right. if Boyd, I think it was Boyd. If Boyd makes that catch at midfield, we, we actually have a chance to run out Evan almighty for a, for a last second field goal where right. the, the previous administration would never have, they would have said, Oh, there's 30 seconds. Let's not risk anything here. We had one time out. We had 30 seconds and they're trying to get the field goal right. after we had already taken the go ahead score. So definitely kudos for the better play calling today. Um, yeah. The, uh, the defense. I mean, what, what, what can you say? We, we not, the stat I saw was we hit Ben seven times. We sacked him four times. We, we roughed him up. That defensive line held on our offensive line held us on every single play. They could have thrown a holding flag on literally every single play um, today. So it was, uh, it was our defense was stout Logan Wilson Pratt. I mean, those guys have really stepped up and our, we have a, I was the guys I was watching the game with, I went down to a sports bar and, and I was watching the game and we uh, just talking about, we not only have a great defensive line, we've got a lot of depth sample made plays today. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just, it was beautiful. Reader and, got in there. I mean, it was, we rotating the guys in exactly what we thought we were going to have last year with Atkins reader and Daniels. We have it now. Um, everybody's healthy and it's just, it's just beautiful. It helps out all, the whole defense. So, yeah. Well, and you, and you know, we got sacks from, um, you know, uh, from our, from our H's, we got sacks from Hubbard Hendrickson and, and Hill. Um, and all of them were, you know, not like we just barely got there. It was, we got there and you knew he was going down, you know, yeah. um, as soon as they were in the backfield, I think we had, uh, so we had three sacks and I four. think we had and, and four sacks. That's right. And, um, and seven quarterback hits. That's right. As I said, and, seven hits. And that doesn't even count the hurries. That's where we yeah. actually got to Roethlisberger and made contact. Um, so, you know, the defense, I can't say enough outside of Eli Apple, our defense is playing stout. Uh, I didn't, we didn't, the place I was at didn't have the sound on. So I didn't get to enjoy the Trent Green stupid comments like uh, as right. usual. But um, I did see the pregame before I left. And Cower said he pretty much he and Boomer were doing their pregame thing. And uh, and Boomer was saying if there was ever a time to go into Pittsburgh and win two in a row, this is, you know, against the Steelers. This is the week to do it. And right. uh, and then Cower said, you know what? He said, let's stop talking about the offense. He goes, this defense. I mean, they, they came into this week ranked sixth overall. Yeah, as a defense, the Ecos. This is Cower said this. This is the best Dingle Bengals defense I've seen in years. Yeah, so. I, I think also it's worth noting that um, 
you know, in an emotional series like this. And I know, you know, a bunch of these guys haven't been uh, with the Bengals that long. So the, the history behind Pittsburgh doesn't mean as much to them. And there's, it's not so desperate feeling. Um, but not only was our defense extremely relentless, which actually is the word Zach Taylor used in his presser, um, they were extremely relentless, but they also didn't let the moment get away from them. They, they avoided being, um, you know, being overly, uh, they avoided losing their heads. Um, they didn't make any stupid extra hits or extra pushes and shoves out of bounds, things that would cost you 15 yards. Right. Um, they played extremely disciplined um, in addition to making plays. And that was really great to see. Yeah, well, I, the whole time when we were sitting there and it's 24-7 and then it's 24-10 um, and I'm sitting there and I'm saying, we have to learn how to close these games out. What I wanted to see and we didn't was I wanted to see us, we got to a third and two and then didn't convert. And I wanted to see us get back to the days where, you know, you had clock kill and Corey Dillon where we just kept the ball right. and you end the game. We even right. were able to do that in the Dalton era with Cedric Benson and, you know, or with the Palmer era, we were able to control and end the game on offense. That's what I would like to see. But once again, our defense, when we punted the ball back to Pittsburgh, I mean, you had three straight drops. You had, uh, when the Steelers did get close, what was that fourth and they were fourth and 10, they could get a first down at the one and they dropped it off to Najee Harris, you know, with 10 yards to run. It's like, how did you ever think you were going to convert that fourth down with, with, with four bang? Well, we disguised that coverage really, really well. Right. Um, we made it look like we were going to drop back into more of a prevent. Right. Um, but they, everybody kind of picked up their men. And that was the other thing is we were swarming to the ball today. Yes. And on that play in particular, by the time the ball was in Harris's hands, he had four bangles yes. around four bangles. There was no way that he could do anything. To get so they made it look like, cause there was an earlier play in the first half where we gave up a big gain to Najee Harris. And as soon as they threw it to him, I said, Oh, that's a first down because you could see just all the green around him and there was no bangles. So they disguised the play enough to where he thought he was getting that same look and then they shifted yeah. back and oh all i know is i watched that play and there was a steeler fan in a levy on bell jersey who just kind of hung his head he was like you know well, you yeah. throw a play call like that and you're like how did you think on a because uh, that was basically the game because then right. we got the ball back with a couple minutes left and well and, I mean, uh, and we were up well, two scores to, to be honest i i could tell you exactly you know why they thought that would work because it normally would always work against the Cincinnati Bengals. Right. That is one of those plays that we are guilty of. I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if they threw a screen pass. Right. Because it's, you know, just another one of those plays that historically has always worked against us. But big kudos to uh, Lou Anarumo, uh, who thus far this season really has the guys playing well. And I'm the first one to say I was wrong about him because right. I thought even if we started the season well, at some point it was more likely to be him that got his walking papers before Zach Taylor. And um, boy, he's just, no. uh, he's got a really great scheme going. He's got guys that are buying into it. He's got guys that are playing disciplined and not losing their heads. And that's really, really impressive.
Yeah. You know, it's funny because we only had, we had, we, we only had four penalties last week, but they were costly penalties. Eli mm. Apple PI, the Von Bell taunting. I mean, the, the four penalties we had this week, we had 10 penalties and there wasn't, there wasn't that as costly of a penalty. So it's almost like I, I like the 10 penalties we had this week more than the four we had last week, just yeah. because it's almost like situational penalties, just about when they came in holding, there were, we were talking about this before we went on. There were three plays where, we got called for holds, but those would have been sacks on Burrow. So those are yeah. good holds, right? Yeah, and well, yeah, and and I know that everybody saw that stat. This is the the uh, the first game in seventy six games that um, Pittsburgh failed to record a sack um, in a row. In a row, right. seventy five games straight, they had one. Right. Well, I mean, if Hopkins hadn't held twice. And uh, even on the false start by uh, Carmen real early in the game, writing all three of those probably would have been sacks. Um, So, but that's one of those things where, I mean, the penalty actually probably did you a favor there. There there are are times where you get a holding penalty on defense and you'll say, oh, that's a good hold because that would have been a touchdown if you didn't hold it. Give up the five yards in the first down and live to play another down instead of giving up the score. So there are sometimes situational football. It goes yeah. into it even when you're committing penalties, committing the right penalties at the right time, not not the uh, taunting penalty when you have them inside the five walking right. off the field on fourth down. You right. know, does stuff like um, that kills you. So yeah, and I, I will I will mention since I just said his name, um, I spent a good amount of the first half watching Jackson Carmen in his right. first NFL start today, and um, you know the the false start was a bummer and it was early but you know he's got some jitters he's a young kid you can't really be shocked by that right um but i think actually probably people are more shocked that he he only that a, a starting offensive lineman in his first game only had one uh false right. start um so that's pretty good but i watched him after that and what i took away from it is um he looks raw he does look like a rookie but um, I really liked what I saw, man. He's got really quick feet for a big guy, especially one that supposedly reported overweight. Um, and there were a number of times where he blocked his man uh, from the guard position and then imme- immediately pivoted to the right to give help on the edge uh, for a guy coming around the edge. And that's not something that's drawn up in the playbook. It's not block your dude and then turn around and block this dude. Right. That's- that's instinctual football. Um, you just, you, you know, to do that. So um, that was very, very encouraging. And um, you know, at this point, um, barring any, any sort of uh, injury to him or whatever, uh, there's no reason that he shouldn't continue to start at that position. Agreed. I mean, he's got to come along his, you know, we're, we're Suofilo is at his ceiling. He's not getting any better than right, what he right. is right now. He's just adequate. Um, Jackson Carmen has a way higher ceiling so there's nowhere to go but up really for him yeah no it was great and i was gonna i it's funny that you brought that up because i was gonna lastly say the offensive line played pretty well today yes they really did all things and jackson carmen had one of the key blocks on one of mixon's big runs so right yeah and he had uh, he had his moments today and and uh the line was serviceable like i said and the, the the um the uh the tackles played well again jonah and reef uh, and for anybody that that missed the update, um, you know, I know you saw Reef on the sidelines. Right. Um, I assume he came back in because I didn't hear any mention of it, but mm-hmm. he was he was fine. I think he just turned his ankle. So, uh, but it was at the end of a series anyway. So he walked off 
and he was listed immediately as probable to return. So. Yeah, well, I, I saw it was at the six-minute mark, and I said, God, if our defense can just do their job, we don't have to bring them out on the field. You know, right. with a short week coming up, you want – because I know Awuzie uh, uh, also was was yeah. uh, hurt today. But Yeah, and that's, that, 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 that makes me a little nervous because it is a groin injury, um, which could be he'll be fine tomorrow, or it could be he'll be fine in a month. So, um, you know, I don't want, I don't mean to sound pessimistic or anything, right? Uh, but considering that's that, one of those, that's a muscle pull. That's, you know, one of those things where they say, Oh, it's two weeks and it's six weeks. You right. know, it's just one of yeah. those kind of things. And it's, and it's important for him to be, to be out there because, you know, wh whether Wayne's is back or not, uh, let's suppose he's not, then who you've got out there is Eli Apple and Darius Phillips, both of whom, uh, you know, can be a liability. Right. Um, taking that actually straight from John Sheeran um, right. is a great point. Uh, and that's not what you want. So Ouzier has played so well this season that you want to, you want to, hopefully it's a, it's a short, um, a short thing. I don't know that we can expect to see him on a quick turnaround on Thursday night, but. But he know, gets the mini buy. We get the mini gets, buy yeah, after then, week. He gets, then he gets so, the 10 games. So yeah. So it's one of those. So overall, like I said, today, today was exactly what we needed. It's a shame we didn't win last week because we'd be three and oh, but I'll take the two and one uh, short week. We got Jacksonville at home this week. Uh, very winnable game, obviously. And we yeah, got two road games out of the way. Too. We, we went one and one on the road. We're back in the jungle this week on a short week against a game, a team we should beat. Um, and I want to point out the Logan Wilson play on the second pick was he completely baited Roethlisberger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he absolutely baited him. He had seen it on film before. It was clear, just stepped in and grabbed it. You're going to be able to do that to Trevor Lawrence on Thursday. If you watched any of the Jacksonville games, they had a flea flicker. He threw a pick six on a flea flicker that he should have never thrown off, yeah. off balance, off the back leg. So I'm sitting there going, well, our defense should be able to hope, you know, should be able to take advantage of Trevor Lawrence on Thursday. We'll get into that. We're going to do a full preview on Tuesday of the Thursday game. Um, and we will get into that. Love to go into our mini buy at three and one. So this is a, this is a big week for us to, we get our Thursday night game out of the way. And then we get just when we need it, we can get healthy for, uh, I think we have green Bay after that. I'm not sure what the schedule is, but I think yeah, I can't uh, remember either, yeah. but yeah, that's, that's, that's going to be huge. So, but uh, today it's, it's a great day to be a Bengals fan. Absolutely. Always a great day to win it in, in uh, West Virginia adjacent. Yes. Well, we had, um, this was the, since what, 2015 that we've won back-to-back -back games against the Steelers. Uh, 2012 to 13. Okay. was the back-to-back -back games against the Steelers. And then I can't remember the last time we won both games in the season. Um, the season, I, I, I think, I, 09. I, was a, I, it could be, might've been 09. If it wasn't, then before that, it would have been 99. Yeah, no, I think there was something in the in the late Palmer or Dalton era where we won, where we swept the season series. So, but yeah, it's been over say, ten years. Yeah, that. I would. So. I would say. I would say. Oh nine is when I think we swept the division that year. So that would right. make sense. Yeah, I think it was 09. So, but we're in a position to where obviously we we've got the game left in Cincinnati. We could put three in a row. This is this is the kind of stuff. These are the wins that say Zach that 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 you start going, okay, Zach, you know, because you have to beat your division rivals going yeah. into Pittsburgh. Winning last year again with Ryan Finley was was a complete pull a rabbit out of your you know what. Um, yeah. but today was uh was just a really pretty win. And it's uh it's like I said, this team needed to start out fast. We have, um, 
and uh, let's keep it going Thursday. So Sam and, and two, I, two of two of Zach Taylor's uh, best games as a head coach, arguably the two best games as a coach were both against Pittsburgh. Yeah. So. So, well, let's keep the train rolling. We will be back Tuesday night or some point Tuesday. We will upload a video preview for the Thursday night game. And then we'll be back for recap. One little caveat. If Sam goes to the game Thursday, we, it might not go up till Friday morning because it takes time to get home from a football game. But, yeah. but if he doesn't go to the game, we'll put it up right afterwards. But either way, you will get a recap from us. And uh, hopefully I am blowing that horn again um, this Thursday or Friday, whenever that comes up, but we want to blow that horn. I want to blow. I want that. I want that uh, quacker in the horn to break. I've blown right. it so many times this season. That's so, right. But um, all right, and, well, blow, and, and blow the, blow the, blow the horn for us too, guys, go ahead and smash that subscribe button. Smash the subscribe and Sam, tell them where you can find there. You know, they can find all your stuff on primetime sports talk. Sure. I write for primetime sports talk. Like Mark said, you can find us at primetime sports You can find me on Twitter at buy and sell you and at talk prime time awesome well we will be back tuesday night with the preview enjoy the rest of your sunday you can watch football night in america with pride tonight because you'll see happy highlights and there'll be good things they're going to be talking about our defense our defense cannot do anything but move up from the sixth spot so we might be a top five defense leaving this week so um real real pleased great day to be a bengal i'm going to say who day everybody who day and we will see you on tuesday take care